Welcome to episode 7 of Pussy Empowered Podcast. My name is Alyssa Aparicio. I'm a pussy empower and performer. I believe that when you untame your pussy, you access your power. I teach women how to do this with a holistic approach that incorporates mind, body, spirit, and emotion. As promised back in episode 2 where I shared my 9 elements of pussy power, I'm walking you through each of those nine in no particular order. And today we're talking about living rapturously. This is the element in my pussy empowered framework that addresses the level up. It's where we confront the ways that we have been playing small and dare to dream bigger. Rapture is overflowing bliss, ecstasy, joy, transcendence. And personally, it is my North Star, so I'm excited to dive into this topic with you today. If this invitation to rapture somehow makes you uncomfortable, let's talk about that for a second. The problem is that there are so many messages that have been ingrained in us across generations that have told us that desire and pleasure are evil. So many ways in which we have been conditioned and encouraged to be content to settle, to not stir the waters. As women, we've heard things like we are meant to be seen, not heard. Depending on which religion we were raised with, we may have had imagery such as Eve and the apple and all that implies. The fact that fruit in a garden was forbidden to Eve and her decision to fill her hunger and curiosity was transgressive and subsequently the reason for all of humankind's suffering Ever stop to really look at that story? The U.S. is founded on puritanical ideals, which consist of asceticism, abstinence, deprivation. We are inundated with a no-pain, no-gain mentality, which marks suffering as a gatekeeper to anything worth having. And then there's all the ways we compare ourselves with others. We're told and tell ourselves I shouldn't want more because others have nothing. Or we should stuff our faces beyond comfort out of guilt for wasting food that others may not have. All these messages, and I'm sure you can think of a bunch more, lead us to a place of distrust of our appetites. We don't just ask ourselves if we're hungry. We think about the last time we ate. We think about whether we can quell our hunger with drinking water instead. We see how far we can go before we absolutely must stop for lunch. Or if you've ever had or currently have disordered eating habits like I did for at least a decade, you eat just enough to hold you over to your next meal, not a bite more. But how can you be in a place of abundance in life at large when you are in a state of physical deprivation? How is skinny, which usually indicates hungry, the ideal? And this question is not just about physical hunger, although it's the perfect metaphor. It also translates to all other areas in our lives. Money. We think, how can we dare to charge our worth when there are people who are hungry in the world? But how is you being broke going to help anyone? I will say there's a difference between greed and fulfillment because I already know this is on your mind. Greed hoards, and from what we can see, the powers that be, aka the patriarchy, unchecked corporations, colonialism, have demonstrated what greed looks like. To be honest, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't think you're that person. Rapture, joy, ecstasy, bliss, they don't really coexist with greed. 
There is a certain numbness that is required in order to be truly greedy. And an empowered pussy is anything but numb. An empowered pussy is sensitive to her needs. An empowered woman is deeply connected with source, spirit, divine guidance. And in following that guidance, one simply cannot arrive to a place of hoarding. With a cup full, she will always be able and inclined to give. Because giving is also deeply pleasurable when it comes from a place of abundance. But not everyone is motivated by the spirit of service and giving. Especially when it's been shoved down your throat from a place of guilt. Why did I start by addressing this objection? Because this is the most common knee-jerk response I come across when confronting taking the lid off our desires. We are collectively so out of practice in the realm of self-trust that we are terrified that once we start desiring, we will become monsters. That once we feel what it's like to not be hungry, that we will eat everything in sight. I know because that's where I was years back mired in scarcity thinking and guilt around anything that I did have, even when I was broke. There was that good old Catholic school guilt showing up in my subconscious. I remember the first time I went to the Korean day spa in LA. I was just getting by income-wise and had manifested a mentor who was pivotal in changing my perspective on abundance. One day she took me to the spa and I remember feeling so undeserving of being there. The cost to get into the spa at that time was just 20 bucks for the entire day. But I was so deep in scarcity that I was shook and certain the experience wasn't for me. I just felt I wasn't earning enough, doing enough, being enough to take that break and spend that money on myself. Seriously, it was that difficult for me to accept. I was not in a practice of receptivity at all, nor did I have models of this in my life until this mentor. I was so used to the idea of struggle and lots of it before I could accept being pampered, relaxing, surrendering. What I didn't know then that I know now is that it is 100% the other way around. When we can experience abundance in our bodies and spirits, that's when we attract abundance. And there are physiological realities at play here in addition to energetic. So in my Pussy Empowered Framework, I teach women how to live rapturously so that we can break out of this pattern of accepting crumbs, these habits of putting ourselves, our nourishment, our needs last, allowing our lives to consist of all practicality and no pleasure. This is key in our liberation and in the liberation of future generations of women. And it can be really hard to go at this one alone because every time we step outside or watch TV or read a magazine, we get messages that we are too much from all directions. It's truly an assault on our subconscious and sense of self all the fucking time. That is why I have had support, mentors and coaches who have helped me unveil this part of myself and why I invite you to enter spaces that can help you move through some of these limitations. Here are some of the elements I teach to create new habits that foster abundance and unapologetic rapture. The foundation of this is becoming curious about your desires. This is a big part of Mama Gina's School of Womanly Arts. Mama Gina is a teacher in my pleasure activism lineage. You can spend a lifetime just focusing on uncovering your deepest desires, learning to trust them and allowing them to lead you. Next, we foster devotion to discipline, which consists of creating and implementing rituals that deeply nourish you into your schedule based on your desires. And here's where we learn how to prioritize your bliss as much or more than your discipline and hard work. 
That leads into the practice of magnetizing abundance. It's the difference between hustling to make money and surrendering to receiving money or anything else you desire. This is the practice of will manifestation and it is fucking powerful. The deeper we dive into this exploration, the more we become accustomed to dreaming even bigger and taking the lid off what we think is possible. It's getting off the tip of the iceberg and swimming in the depths of our wildest dreams. I honestly witness women in resistance to this self-discovery all of the time. You may be feeling it right now. I get it in different words like, who do I think I am to explore working with you? Or, I don't feel comfortable spending this money on myself. Or, I would love to do this, but now is not a good time. And my answer to that is that it's never going to feel comfortable in the daring to go bigger. There is a definite edge there, a definite resistance that will come up when you dare to question and challenge the status quo in your life. But breaking through that next layer of discomfort will always deliver gold on the other side. And it's really like the story of the princess and the pea. No matter how many buffers you try to put between you and your desires, no matter how deeply you try to bury it, you're still going to feel that shit. You can try to stuff it away and ignore, but normally that brings about suffering because it fucking hurts to not listen to your intuition. It hurts to tell yourself that you can't have what you desire, that you're not good enough or rich enough or deserving enough or whatever it is that you tell yourself. And I want to tell you that you are deserving. You already are enough. The powers you have to attract abundance to you are beyond your ability to measure. And when you start listening for and to your desires, you will be blown away at how quickly your life feels different. How much more alive you will feel moving through your day to day and how the path will continue to unfold before each next step like magic. I'm excited to announce that next week on September 9th, 2020, I'll be hosting a workshop called Sex Magic for Abundance. It's a one-time live workshop where we'll dive into the depths of sex magic, the sacred erotic and living rapturously, and specifically crafted for magnetizing abundance. You can learn more and join us via the link in the show notes. And as always, if you desire to continue the conversation, let's chat in my free private group, Pussy Empowered Coven. Until next time, I'm Alyssa Aparicio, and I hope you found today's discussion inspiring. I truly wish a life of rapture for you day in and day fucking out. Looking forward to our next Pussy Empowered chat. Sex magic for abundance. money is sexually attracted to me inspired by the title of a work of art that hangs on my wall by kimberly myers aka sensual alchemy on instagram